Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Thursday to you. Steve Sipple out today with illness. I am Jake Sorensen riding solo. Keep me company. 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show, of course, is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Mike Schaefer will be here for the 7 o'clock hour, either in studio or on StreamYard. Same from Rick Heyman, 645. It is chilly outside right now, I believe. It's negative 10 degrees. I don't want to get that wrong. I know the low today is about negative 12. It is negative 10 right now per my phone. Negative 10 degrees. We are here. It snowed last night. We will keep you company. Again, you can help me out today. 402-464-5685. Call or text all show long. As you can tell yesterday, SIP was under the weather. uh, And he is out today. Hopefully back at some point tomorrow. But Mike Schaefer will be here at some point again today, either in the 7 o'clock hour or before that on the stream yard in studio. It's all kind of a wait-and-see approach regarding Mike Schaefer. But appreciate you guys tuning in, and we uh, hope you tune in and give your thoughts throughout the show. Regarding yesterday, so we are finally we are past the initial day of early National Signing Day. And I tell you what, we, have, we are trying on this show to not drink Kool-Aid. Did not consume Kool-Aid at unhealthy levels, but yesterday was a very good day for Nebraska football. Now, you, now you did not get Barry Jackson, who does go to Cincinnati later in the day, but before that, you got a lot of guys to flip to Nebraska that were kind of on the fence, including, of course, at 1045, Malachi Coleman, who we knew had talked to Colorado, uh, commits to Nebraska, says he's a 1,000% into Nebraska, so that was big news, getting the four-star out of Lincoln East to commit to the Huskers, and then later on in the day, you get Elijah Judy, the defensive tackle from Texas A&M to, tra- to commit to Nebraska uh, via the transfer portal, and then Vincent Carroll Jackson, another defensive lineman that was looking at Syracuse, flips because of Tony White and the, the new D.C. here at Nebraska and his connection with him, and then Eric Fields, who, who Matt Rule mentioned at uh, the podium yesterday. He said he's kind of maybe the, a guy that's overlooked in this class, but he's going to be someone that everybody knows because he is a playmaker. He's fast. He hits hard. So Eric Fields is another guy that, that Matt Rule was very high on. But I, I'm curious right now with you guys, because, uh, it, again, it, it's really hard to assess a class before you see them play. So that's the danger of recruiting in terms of getting excited, and as you see at A&M and places like that, regarding, hey, you know, are these classes any good or not? Uh you know, we don't know until these guys play games. We have we have no idea until anybody plays a game if they're any good. But yesterday, I think we can all agree, was a good day for Nebraska football. And then you have last night at 8 p.m., Matt Rule keeps referring to this throughout the hours of the day yesterday. 
at 8 o'clock, uh, it posts something about 24 hours from now. There'll be some big news. So I guess tonight at 8 p.m. Central Time, prepare yourself for some sort of big news regarding Nebraska football via Matt Rule and his Twitter timeline, which is taken off like crazy. I have no idea what to expect if that's about a 2024 recruit in Dylan Raiola, if it's something else. I don't know where to go with that. I don't have any intel on t- in terms of what to expect with that news. But um, but at uh, at 8 p.m. tonight, you'll hear something via Matt Rule or the Husker football account regarding something for 2024. But again, 464-5685, call or text your thoughts on yesterday's haul for Nebraska football. You know, the end of the day, uh, Nebraska was, I believe, fourth in the Big Ten Conference behind Michigan, Michigan, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State in uh, in in rankings, which is pretty impressive for a, a staff that just got here, literally at the at the first of this month, and for a staff that people were concerned, saying, "Hey, they didn't recruit that well when they were at Baylor and at Temple." You know, Matt Rule never had a, a really highly ranked class. Well, I think you're seeing that that maybe right now that's that's not a, a valid concern going forward. And he keeps hyping up in these in his press conference and even on Twitter, 2024 as, as far as being a big recruiting class. So, I mean, I, here I am. I'm 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 trying to sit back. I'm trying to not guzzle the Kool Aid at an unhealthy level because uh, you know we've been, we've all been guilty. Of that before in our time at Nebraska, whether it's this era or the Pelini era or Callahan or Riley or Frost, you know, Kool-Aid consumption has has poisoned a lot of us and our belief in where this is going as a fan base. But I, I think it's fair to say that yesterday was a good day. From the text line, four six four five six eight five. Matt G says, Do we not need offensive linemen? No, Nebraska Nebraska needs offensive linemen. They do. And they you got Jason Machichek from Pierre, South Dakota, and then you load up on some defensive players, as I mentioned, Elijah Judy from A&M, a transfer there, as well as Vincent Carroll Jackson, the Syracuse commit, transfers, you know, chooses Nebraska over Syracuse. But those, as you say, Matt G, are defensive linemen. You are correct. And But I, Matt Rule at the podium we talked about the trenches. He said, no, we, you know, we need to fortify the trenches. He, he said... It's important to build from the inside out, and I it's I, I think I love a coach that says that that's out there commenting on the importance of building from the inside out. And yeah, you, maybe you haven't seen it yet with what you want for the offensive lineman, but um, I, I I'm not going to panic there yet. I'm not going to say that hey this class is bad because you didn't get enough offensive linemen. I would say, look at the, you know, I know right now in a in a place that's lost, that's, that's missed six straight bowl games, it's easy to look at the negatives above the positives. I get that. And, you know, I, I do that all the time. I do it all the time. But in this case, hey, this guy's brand new. He only had a half a month to to get a class together. And I think he did a pretty damn good job keeping guys on the previous, the previous, uh, Guys, you know, previous coaches commit list and adding some other great players, other solid players from both the area and outside the area. And I want to know from you guys at 464-5685, of the guys I mentioned that were not necessarily in the commit list before yesterday and ended up being commits, two-part question, which one are you most surprised about? 
and which one are you most excited about? Do you, do you sit here this morning and and have excitement for Malachi Coleman? There's, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of conversation in the state over the this this football season, this high school football season, that Malachi Coleman was overrated. And I don't, you know, I'm not going to do that to the kid and say that he's not you know, he's overrated and he won't play here. It's it's not fair to say that to him as someone that is you know did a great job at Lincoln East is is uh, highly regarded across the country as we all know Oklahoma was curious of him Colorado other schools came talking to Malachi uh, maybe it's a surprise he's staying home in Lincoln but are you excited about that one or, or do you have doubts about Malachi I, again I'm not going to sit here and speak poorly of any kid that just committed to Nebraska transfer or high school kid or not because we haven't seen him besides high school we have no idea how these kids will adapt in college. So to speak ill of someone or speak down of them because of what you think they might be is just frankly unfair. It's frankly unfair. And, and I'm not going to sit here and, and say that about anybody, um, even though there's a lot of people in this state that, that aren't really high on Malachi Coleman and believe he's overrated and, and isn't good. I, I, I refuse to say that until we see how he responds to coaching in college and how he plays in the field at Nebraska. From the text line, 464-5685, John says, Jake, just sip the Kool-Aid. That's, that's, that's responsible. That's responsible. This place likes to guzzle Kool-Aid, though. We all know, no, either don't drink it or you guzzle it. There's no really sipping involved of the Kool-Aid level. But... As Matt G says earlier, if you, if you want to properly sip the Kool-Aid, not chug it regarding this specific, this specific class, the offensive line would be a reason to not chug it completely. They got some impressive parts at other positions. You know, they, they did not they obviously did, did not uh, switch Benny Nagoyi from Iowa State to Nebraska. That was disappointing in the morning, but also not completely surprising that he stuck with Matt Campbell and uh, in Iowa State. But other than that, I mean. You've got eight players from the state in this class to go to Nebraska. How many times have we harped in this show? I mean, at least me. I know Sip kind of isn't always on this, but I, how many times have I harped? you got to get players from your state that want to play here and that can. A lot of guys end up going to North Dakota State, South Dakota State, Iowa, you know, Kansas State, places nearby and end up having success there. And it doesn't make sense how you just let those guys go from your border. Is everyone in the state Nebraska-worthy? No, they're not. But if there's someone that is talented that other Division One schools are after, I want to also be after that kid. And I don't think that's ridiculous to say that. So I commend Matt Rule and, and staff for making it important. And Ed Foley, the special teams coach, said, you know, you're not going to see guys leave the state very often anymore. If we want them in the state, we're getting them. And that, my friends is the mentality you want to have from a coaching staff. It's sickening to see players ever leave the state and go elsewhere. Do I understand them leaving? Sure. They all have dream schools. They all have places that want them more than the school in the state that they that they live in. And by the way, Nebraska has been very good for a while, so I don't blame them. But I do like it how this staff is saying it's a priority to get the players here to stay here. And that is exactly what I want. 464-5685. Again, call or text as always. We've got a phone call. If you can hear me, you're on early break. Could we have you? Go ahead. 
Hey, it's uh, Denny. How are you? Denny. Good, man. Thanks for calling in. Hey, I, I want to give actually kudos to the whole staff here, Matt Rule and them. They not only had a plan coming in, and they executed it, and they, they said the right things. And I, I know that as Husker fans, we want to drink Kool-Aid, right? But it, right. And yes. as you said, but I think what we're at it right now is we're making Kool-Aid, all right? Yeah. And we're trying to figure out if this thing's sweet or not. So <laughs> that only comes in time. Sure. You know? Sure. And I think it was very good what they did as a whole by targeting kids that were right, it, it appears on the surface at least, that they have the right character. And, you know, you brought up the Malachi Coleman and the yeah. switches and stuff, and to comment on that. Malachi Coleman, his life indicates struggle and stick to in his whole story. I don't know why we wouldn't expect that to be the same thing when he gets into the program. You know, sure. I, he's, I, the kid was homeless with his sister, right? Yep. You're and right. you talk about a fighter. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't expect that to be a change because somebody who's always had to fight and earn their way for everything doesn't change that. They don't, they don't ever feel like they've arrived because there is no safety net, right? He has no safety net as a, as a human being uh, to go, well, Hey, you know what? I've got NIL money. No, cause he knows that has an expiration date. He isn't somebody who looks at, life and says i've arrived i have no indicator that that is the case with him and in in what he does um what's your thoughts on on that kind of mentality that you've picked up on from him yeah thanks for the call denny uh, i think that yeah you're right i mean for anybody that likes to dog on malachi don't don't forget where he came from and uh, people say well yeah we know where he came from and he played hard early on but he, he, he kind of looked like he arrived this year was kind of was kind of lazy I mean, again, I'm not going to speak for the kid and speak down on him and say that you know that that's the case going forward. That he that his senior year that was disappointing for him is who he's going to be. Keep in mind, he lost a great quarterback. I mean, his quarterback, his junior year, went Noah Walters, goes to North Alabama and ends up playing as a true freshman down there at Lincoln East. I mean, they they he had a great quarterback that helped him out big time. And if you have a great quarterback, guess what? Things can you you can get better immediately. Now, is he going to play offense or defense? We don't know for sure exactly what the plan is for Malachi Coleman in college yet. We'll we'll see that throughout you know the next the next months ahead, year ahead, as we see where he fits in with this program. But you're right, Denny. I mean this this is a guy that has had a lot of adverse adversity through his life. Now he's getting people criticizing him again. Maybe this takes it back to where he was before last season, his junior year. Where he proves himself and becomes big time. So, I'm 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 going to give Malachi every chance he can uh, to prove himself that he is worthy of his high rating, his high rankings, and that he could potentially be someone that's successful here. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and dog on the kid. I I want him to be successful. So you should want all these kids to be successful. They're part of the class. And by the way, I misspoke a little bit ago. We'll get to one more call here in a second. Uh, Nebraska is is fifth in the Big Ten in the class per 24-7 sports. Here's where the other schools line up. Ohio State tops in the Big Ten in 2023, recruiting their fifth overall in the country, followed by Penn State, who was 13th overall, is second in the Big Ten in the 2023 class. Uh, they had 23 commits. Michigan comes in at 17th, so third overall in the Big Ten. 
And Michigan State just ahead of Nebraska at 25th. They had 15 commits, but uh, they had nine four-stars. Nine four-stars and six three-stars, so a good haul despite not that many kids for Michigan State. And then Nebraska, again, out of nowhere, a, a great, great finish to the class for Matt Rule. They finish right now, at, as, as of this point, they are fifth in the Big Ten, 28th in the country, 21 commits, uh, four three-stars, 18 three-stars. Sorry, four, three four-stars, 18 three-star players, and then you have the transfers in there as well. So uh, impressive first haul for Matt Rule, all things considered, with a lack of time to to get things going. And he seems very, very, very excited about 2024, which would help you make you indicate, is it Dylan Raiola? Is it others beyond that? We don't know. But like I said earlier, Matt Rule keeps talking about 8 p.m. tonight on Twitter, something happening. So stay tuned to Matt Rule's Twitter or Twitter in general at 8 p.m. Central Time tonight. We have another phone call. If you can hear us, you're on early break. Go ahead here. Who do we have here? Who do we have? Good morning, Jake. I think you know who this is. This is Vince in Napa. California from the West Coast early. Vince, good morning. Thanks for joining us. <clears throat> My pleasure, man. First of all, Sith, get well soon. And, um, and, and, and secondly, Jake, since you're flying solo for a little bit until uh, one Michael Schaefer gets in, I'll keep you a little bit of company for a few minutes. Thank but, you, Vince. Uh, yeah, my pleasure, man. But um, anyhow, as for, you know, as far as rankings and Kool-Aid and all that stuff, you know, I, I get what you're saying, that, and that we've all – you know, we've all kind of gotten caught up in it. But um, but one thing that I think people need to understand about Matt Rule as far as uh, previous places that he's been is that, um, number one, and I know we've talked about this before, when he was at Temple, you're not only getting kids Penn State didn't want, but you're getting kids that uh, Rutgers and Maryland didn't want. And for that matter, Pitt. You know, you go to Baylor, you get kids that Texas and Texas A&M didn't want. You know, so... I mean, again, I look at what does he then produce out of these kids. I mean, and it's fair to say that in each case that, you know, both Temple and Baylor have, you know, have, have kind of, you know, punched above their weight, you know. So, again, I'm very happy that he looks at in-state recruiting right. as a priority because, I mean, I've been bemoaning this for a long time, really since Frank, really since the Frank Solich era, how, <clears throat> you know, it's sickening to watch other, you know, ki- you know, Nebraska kids wearing a different uniform. I mean, I don't know about you, but it makes me sick. To, it makes me sick to watch Noah Fant come into Memorial Stadium and torch the hell out of our defense. And I mean, I could, I mean, really, I could go on and on and on. But, uh, but again, I think it comes down to regardless of which rankings and as, you know, as far as which rankings and uh, and. And all, and all that sort of thing, it comes down to this, okay? If the kid wants to be here, and if winning's the first priority, then, hey, you know what? Then they're there for the right reasons. You know, we, I mean, those are the intangible things that you, have, you know, that you really have to look at. But I'll tell you another thing, Jay. Oh, boy, here we go. And you know, oh, you know, oh, you know this is coming, man. You know this is coming. You want to know something? That's what, yeah. my message. To, my message to anybody who has committed to Nebraska, and those who do, who are on the verge, uh, I got this to say to you. Once you get here, number one, the first thing is earn your spot. The first thing is earn your spot. Okay, that's number one. Okay. 
And number two, for 13 games, notice I say 13, Jake. I'm not saying 12. I'm just speaking into existence. For 13 games, you have one job. Go out there every day and open up a can of kick ass and fight with bloody knuckles. Let's go. There he is, Vince in Napa, California. Thank you, Vince. Appreciate you waking up the people in Lincoln as a get out of their driveways and shovel this morning. Uh, there's snow. But uh, thank you to Vince for calling in. You can also chime in yourself, 402-464-5685. Call or text, by the way. If you're just tuning in, sip out today with illness. We hope he's back tomorrow, but uh, want to take want to see him take care of himself so he can get healthy for the holidays and for the rest of the year as we enter 2023 at the end of next week. Um, so, again, I asked the question. After the haul you saw yesterday, Nebraska is fifth in the Big Ten in recruiting following the act- following signing day. Fifth behind Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan State. Nebraska is fifth, which I don't think anybody really expected with such a lot, you know, with, with such little time to do so. So if they can do this in this little amount of time, imagine what they can do with the full year for 2024 and potentially getting Dylan Royola. I mean, the excitement levels through the roof there. So are, are you guzzling Kool-Aid or are you sipping it? Or are you not drinking at all? 464-5685. A couple comments from Matt Rule yesterday I thought were interesting. Um, Matt Rule said, quote, I want guys who are going to come here for the right reasons. I don't want guys who are coming here saying, how big is the NIL deal I'm going to get from these people? I want kids who want to come here to get an education win at football, and have a chance to go play in the National Football League. That's for Matt Rule yesterday. Love it. Love it. Uh, it also says, about, you know, Nebraska did, you know, for those who think Nebraska didn't add any offensive linemen, they did. They added Sam Sledge from Creighton Prep, Brock Knudsen from Scott's Bluff, Mason Goldman from Gretna, uh, Grant Segrin from Oakland Craig, and then, again, Jason Machichek from Pierce, South Dakota. Rule says, quote, I deeply care what the offensive line looks like. Um, which is great. And, and also, I mean, we talked about how they get they got Bob Wager, the Texas high school coach from Arlington, the other day. Uh, he says Texas every year will be an elite priority in their recruiting. So uh, that's that's from Matt Rule himself. That's from Matt Rule himself in terms of, uh, of that. He also says regarding Malachi Coleman, quote, I just really like him. You talk about NIL. He's donating things to foster care and to helping kids. If I say our job is to make sure we – we make these guys' lives better. I love the fact that Malachi's goal in his life is to help make other people's lives better, and that's way more important to me than the 10.3 100-meter dash that he runs, though I think that's pretty cool too. Um, so that's that's part of Matt Rule from yesterday. But listen, I, you can you can criticize me all you want and say that I'm I'm the I'm stirring the pot here and drinking too much Kool-Aid. I, I'm choosing optimism right now. We we're we're in too too negative of a times with six straight bowlless seasons to, to sit here and cross our arms and frown and mope and say, you know what, we'll see we'll see what we get until we get it. I obviously have that stance. I obviously am not diving all the way in and saying nine wins next year. Don't hear that. Don't hear me say that. I, I'm, no. My goal is six wins for next season. I will be happy if Nebraska makes a bowl game in Matt Rule's first year. So I'm not diving all the way in. But I think that constant cynicism and disappointment 
and just speculation doesn't help anybody out here, especially when they, they buy 24-7 sports and on three and in, in ESPN, by those accounts, have landed a pretty solid class, all things considered. So, again, um, Nebraska 28th in the rankings, 5th in the Big Ten per yesterday. We'll see what happens the next couple of days. The signing period is not over. That was just the start of signing day, and that's when Matt Rule and all the coaches speak. But we will see exactly uh, what happens the rest of the way. But, again, you keep, keep, keep me company. Give me a call, 402-464-5685. SIP is out today. We'll have Rick Heyman here shortly and Mike Schaefer also. But we'll have more next on Early Break in the Ticket. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only. Single item at regular price. 